0: RadioInfluence.com. Welcome back to the Lawfather podcast. As always, we are here in Lawfather studios right here within Lawfather headquarters. Appreciate you all joining. Those of you... Who are listening to the podcast? Uh, you know, hit that like button and subscribe. Actually, I don't think there's a like button on the podcast, but you can rate us on the podcast, give us a five star, and subscribe to the podcast. Check out all the other podcasts on Radio Influence as well. Check out my buddy Jason's podcast and uh, DJ Egan's <laughs> podcast. And there you go. We have uh, our wonderful producer Jason, who is uh, playing loud video during the during the intro. But hey, it's of me, me doing the intro. So there is that. That's always a good thing. So anyway, we'll get the show rolling today. Uh, Make sure you check out all of our social media as well, at The Law Father. We'll get you to all of our social media, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. And that really transitions us into what I want to talk to today, talk about today. And uh, so we recently did a video on TikTok and Instagram Reels. And there's been a been a lot of comments on it and I think there's been a lot of misconceptions as to the intent of it or at least uh how this thing played out and look uh you know I maybe maybe it was a little difficult to understand the the steps in which it happened um but those of you who saw the 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 TikTok and the reel that dealt with uh, tricked by the police. All right, wanna to touch on that one today and really kind of recount and go over how some of these things happen, right? And I, I think it's really an important thing. And I think really at the end of the day, you know, if, if you get stopped, you should ask for your lawyer. Like that's, that's the beginning middle end of the conversation, right? You should not volunteer information and you should not, oh, I just wanna be helpful. No, you know what? You think you have something on me? I have a lawyer, here's my lawyer, call them, okay? Or you just say, I don't wanna to talk to you. I don't have to talk to you, right? That That's the best way to handle any of those interactions, okay? Best way, comply with what they're telling you you have to do, okay? And that means if they tell you to get out of the car, you gotta get out of the car, right? It's really simple from that perspective. So just know and understand that, and if they ask you questions, all you got to do is say, hey, look, I have a lawyer. or I just don't want to talk to you. I have a right, right? Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination. I just don't want to talk to you, right? So let's look at, though, that video. And that video had to do with car searches and car searches based on the odor of marijuana. Now, look, I know in, in various different places, marijuana is now legal, right? So the dynamics behind this has changed some, right? I was a deputy from 06 to 2012, right? In that time frame, marijuana was very illegal, right? I guess you can't be very illegal. You're either, it's either illegal or it's not illegal. It's kind of like being pregnant. You're either pregnant or not pregnant, right? Um, and at that time, marijuana was legal and, and, or excuse me, marijuana was illegal. It was not legal like it is in a lot of places now. And there are Supreme Court cases that say, look, If you smell an odor of marijuana you can search and you can search everywhere and you can search everything right because what happens is anytime you're dealing with a search you have anytime you have probable cause for a search and what the supreme court has said is that odor gives you probable cause for a search right you can search anywhere where it is reasonable that you could find that illegal object well, those of you who have seen marijuana, it is quite small, okay? Yeah, if it's in big quantities, you know, it can be quite big, right? But a little marijuana bud is generally quite small. So, what that really tells us is it can be hidden anywhere and on any person and in and anywhere where that person could be, right? So, you can search absolutely everywhere, right? So you're and we're talking about a car in a traffic stop here. Okay. The rules for houses and things like that, much, much different, not much, much different, but there are some nuances and differences that would be important to note. We're going to limit this right now to car searches, right? Which is what the video was talking about. And so here's what would happen. And I think this is the part that has caused the most confusion because me, as I'm, I'm explaining the video, I know the steps of how they happened in my head. And I, I, feel that the odor in in some levels was implied based on that video. Um, Clearly based on the comments, it was not. Okay. It was the the implication apparently didn't really meet up everybody's expectations. Okay. So here's what would happen. Right. And I I can't tell you how many times this happened. It happened a lot. Okay. I, I worked in high drug neighborhoods. Right. So there was a lot of drugs around. And so it really wasn't uncommon. But the way some of the comments would lead you to believe that I was randomly going up to cars that I would stop when I was a deputy and just say, hey, uh, you been around anybody smoking weed today? No, it wasn't a random question. So here's how those things would happen, right? We'd see a car, we'd, We there would be a reason to stop it, there'd be probable cause to stop the car. So we turn the lights on, stop the car, traffic stop, go on up to the car, right? And look, if you don't smoke weed, you're not kind of immune to the odor. So uh, think of it like this. Uh, If you wear the same cologne all the time, you stop having the ability to smell it because you're used to the smell, right? But those who aren't around you all the time, you walk by them and they can smell it, right? So it's kind of similar to that. So if you're around marijuana smoke all the time and that odor all the time, you become a little bit immune to the odor itself. Now, the amount of times that i was around marijuana odor whether it be smoked or fresh um fresh being that it was in a bag and not smoked yet type of thing okay my experience as a deputy i actually had gotten to the point where i could go that was smoked marijuana and it was fresh marijuana right and there's a there's actually a slight unique difference in the smell and if you read my police reports they would actually say I went up to the car and I smelled an odor of freshly burnt marijuana, or I smelled an odor of fresh, unburnt marijuana, right? Because I had gotten to the point where I could tell the difference between the two, right? I I mean, it's quite simple when you think about it in one sense because, well, one's been burnt, right? It's a leaf, it catches fire, it smells like it caught fire. And then there's the stuff that, well, hasn't. So the way these stops would play out is we'd stop the car, go up to the car, and you smell, you get a a little whiff, right? It doesn't have to be a lot, right? What the Supreme Court says is just a tiny bit. All you had to do was be able to say that this odor came from this car. Boom. Done. Okay. Now I have the ability to search. But does that make my case as as a deputy a strong case? Eh, maybe, maybe not. There's really not any way to say you did or didn't smell it, right? I guess if you had a slew of reports that said, I walked up to a car, I smelled an odor of marijuana and I searched the car and I found nothing, right? Then yeah, maybe you could use that. It would be a stretch, right? Because basically what a lot of the case law deals with is that if you smell it and you say you smelled it, it was there and there's there's really not a whole, whole great way to fight that, right? But what I found over time was there were, were there these tricks, and that's where the tricked by the police came into came into play. Was that I came up with these, I'll call them tricks, right? Kind of tricks of the trade, if you will, that made my cases stronger as a deputy, right? Now me on the lawyer side now says, hey, if you're on the other, if you're on the receiving end of those questions, stay away from them because they are tricks, right? And and, it, and it's like this: you come up, you smell an odor of marijuana, you go, okay, I, I smell. I smell weed, I smell marijuana. Okay. All right, great. I'm gonna do my traffic stop. Hey, man, I'm gonna need you to, to get out of the car for me. I need you to get out of the car. Hey, have you ever have you been around anybody smoking weed today? Yeah, man, I, you know, I was with my friend, and they were smoking weed. Okay, great. Hey, no problem. Now I've taken two things. I smelled it, right? Before I asked the question. And then I asked him if he'd been around anybody, right? So now what have I done? I haven't lied to the person. I haven't I haven't taken and gone, well, because you said you were around somebody, I'm going to go search your car. No. I smelled the odor, right? Then I asked you the question. You confirmed what I had already had the smell of. I already had the probable cause to go in and search. But what sounds better, right? Does it sound better to go, hey, I smelled the odor of marijuana and just write that in my police report? Or does it sound better if you go, I smelled the odor of marijuana I asked the person if they had been around anybody smoking marijuana, and then I searched the car and I found marijuana. Right? It's just it's much stronger, and quite frankly, it leads to less confrontation. Right? Because you've already established that there's an odor. Right? And and, and here's where some of the tricks come in. Hey, man, it's no big deal if you say you haven't. It's not illegal to have been around anybody smoking weed. But have you been around anybody smoking weed today? And that's how it would play out. Right? And and that's one hundred percent true. It's not illegal, especially at that time, to have been around somebody who was smoking weed. Right? It, put it like this, right? Crack is still illegal. Okay, you it is. There's nothing illegal about you being next to somebody who's smoking crack. Right? You don't. You're not possessing it. You're not smoking it. Um, yeah, I, I, I suppose actually, Jason, this is a real interesting tangent. But I suppose that if you really wanted to, you could actually smoke crack without possessing it because you could just ask somebody to hold it for you and put it in your mouth. Um, and and if you don't ever really truly make contact with that pipe, you haven't really possessed it. Uh, in California, I, I believe it was maybe an LA County ordinance uh, way back in the day, back uh, when LA, uh, I think LAPD is always constantly having some problems, but I think it was the rampart days where they tried to actually make it illegal to get high. Um that really didn't pass constitutional muster, but um, small tangent there. So it, it, it took a lot of the confrontations down when you started asking, hey, you've been around anybody. Oh, okay, well, hey, I smelled an odor of marijuana, so I'm gonna need you to stay here because I'm gonna search the car, right? It, it took a lot of that, hey, man, how dare you? Well, and those of you you can see on video, I got a little bit of a big nose so, you know, the, the kind of joke to de-escalate at some would be, hey, man, you see this nose? This nose smells absolutely everything, right? Um, so that would be one of the ways. It, it, a lot of the stuff is about de-escalation. But that said, that trick was a way to have a stronger report. So that way, when the state attorney gets it, they see, hey, this is rock solid. The odor was there. The, the person who was arrested confirmed why there would be an odor there. And oh, by the way, they found drugs right? I mean, it, it makes it pretty rock solid. If I get that in as an attorney, I'm going, oh man, we got some problems, right? Especially if the stop's good, right? So if the stop's valid, then you look at the search and if the search is valid, well, okay. And, and then you got to look at where where the item was found, right? So if we want to look just to take, take a little bit deeper dive into it, as an attorney, what we're looking at is, if that search, if that stop isn't valid, meaning that there really wasn't a reason to stop you. So let's say this, let's say the officer stops you for a stop bar violation. This was really very, very common in what we would do. Um, it, was, it was back to being a little bit of a trick. It was state statute. It was completely on the up and up. So what you would do is if the person stopped past the stop bar, right, then you had a reason to stop them. But let's say this, let's say the person actually stopped before the stop bar and then rolled forward and stopped again. That's actually legal. Okay, that's actually the proper way. If you were to look at the textbook definition of you come to an intersection and you there's a stop sign or there's a stoplight, you stop behind that white line, the stop bar, okay, and let's say there's a tree and the tree's in the way and you can't see the traffic on, the, on either side you can then move forward beyond beyond the stop bar. So, let's say that happened. You stopped before the stop bar. You rolled forward so you could see you stopped again. Well, that officer comes up, stops you because, hey, you rolled past a stop bar. Well, that would be an improper stop. Everything that happened after that stop would get thrown out. So, the search, the find of the drugs, whatever else the case may be, that would all go away. Okay? So, You look first at the stop. If the stop's good, then you move to the search. Was the search valid? Well, if I smelled an odor of marijuana, and oh, by the way, you confirmed that there was a reason for me to smell marijuana, now my search is good, right? Now, lastly, here's a little nugget, right? Where were those items found, right? Were they found in a backpack with your sister's name on it in your trunk, okay? Well, yeah, I know plenty of cops that would arrest you for that, right? And those of you who have made comments of me being a big, bad cop and liar, okay? I would go, no, I can't arrest you for that, right? I'm gonna seize the backpack, I'm gonna seize the drugs, I'm gonna take those, I'm gonna put them in the evidence, right? Maybe have them fingerprinted to see whose they are. But I'm not charging you with it, at least at the time, right? If your fingerprints are on it, well, then now it's yours, right? Or if you admit to it, um, I think that's a whole other topic and I think we'll do a, a video on the admitting to it, right? I can't tell you how many times, hey, I got this pink backpack and, you know, I got a female's name on it and a male driver. I know we're in 2022, but stay with me here for a second, right? Um, hey, is this backpack yours? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's mine. You know, I borrowed my sister's backpack. All right, well, uh, everything's in it. Yours too, right? Yeah, yeah, everything's in it. Mine. All right, great. Um, you're going to jail because there's drugs in it, right? It's, it's honestly that simple, um, but I think we'll do a, another video on uh, Why that's not the right thing to do. Why It's not the right thing to answer those questions. Um, But I I did just want to get on and explain to everybody how those stops work and that not trying to deceive anybody. Do keep in mind, though, cops can lie to you. And guess who has given the authority to do so? The Supreme Court. And I'm not talking about this Supreme Court that we have right now who overturned Roe versus Wade. That's got everybody all upset, right? Or at least one side all upset and the other side I don't know if the other side's happy or just neutral in it, but a long, long time ago, Supreme Court has said that cops can lie and deceive, right? So keep a lookout because I am going to do another video on the lying and deceit and how you can avoid being tricked like that. Anyway. There's the law father here. I appreciate everybody who has joined on the live. I know Jason's been keeping an eye on the comments there. We'll probably take a look at those. uh, Try not to look at them as I'm going because I see Jason laughing at them and I know it'll disrupt the flow of the show, okay? Uh, So anyway, check out all my friends on Radio Influence. There are really, really a lot of great shows on there. Everywhere there's podcasts, check it out. This will be up on YouTube. And also check us out on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and whatever future social media as there are. Right here from Lawfather Studios, LFS, Lawfather out.